The gorillas are very important and mountain gorillas are one of our closest living relatives. We share 98.4% genetic material and when you go out to see them it's very therapeutic. They look into the eye and you feel like you're connecting with a close relative. There's only over 700 gorillas left in the world. Mountain gorillas are one of the world's most endangered species, teetering on the edge of extinction for decades. Today, they survive only in the forests of Central Africa, where they have endured years of civil war, habitat loss, and poaching for bushmeat. We used to see the gorillas. They were very few, but those few, people never feared killing them. They are vermins like other vermins. They were killed, they were poached. That was no problem. Half of the world's remaining population of mountain gorillas is found here in Bwindi Impenetrable National Park in Uganda. But as the park lies in the heart of one of the most densely populated parts of Africa, it's continually under threat from people eager to use the forest-rich resources. The population pressure is increasing. And the population in the southwestern Uganda is the highest in Uganda. And it is also said it is highest in Africa. But the land is not increasing. To deal with this threat, the fortress conservation approach was adopted in Bwindi. This aimed for the total exclusion of people and their activities from the forest enforced by armed rangers. Originally, the communities were allowed to access a number of resources. They would access firewood, they would get mushrooms, they would get wild meat, they would get bamboo shoots, bamboo and many handcraft products. And when it was made a national park, then these rights were removed. The removal of any of the forest products was stopped. And this implied that the communities lost all what they would get as contribution to their livelihoods. And therefore, the communities came out in range. Communities used to set fire intentionally to the protected area. Then, communities used to fight with the law enforcement. So the communities were really, really very hostile. As conservation by force wasn't working, a new approach was needed. This conflict had to be resolved. For gorillas to have a sustainable future, local people needed to be involved in their conservation rather than excluded from the forest. A question had come, say, oh, conserving for who? And therefore, we had to make a shift from that fortress approach to an integrated conservation development approach and put the people into conservation. The integrated conservation and development approach works by linking wildlife conservation with the welfare of the people around the park. We had to review and rethink the strategy to look into how to make these conservation areas more relevant to the people who live close to them or who even have ancestral claims to these lands. And that is how the whole notion of integrated conservation development programs started. One initiative 
designed to reduce the conflict was also um, what we call the multiple use program. The idea was to take account of the fact that actually some of the things that people want from the forest, small amounts of medicinal plants, weaving materials, could actually be harvested without having a major impact on the forest itself. The quantities they need may be quite small, the resources may be plants which grow quite quickly and are easily renewed. And allowing the communities to access those resources could be used as a strategy to, to give them something back. Okay, Some non-government organizations, even the government, have tried to improve the nature of the people neighboring that gorilla. So that they, know, they shouldn't, at, at any time, pointed, <coughs> point a finger at the gorilla. Communities were helped to develop new livelihood activities to replace those lost from their restricted access to the park. We are funding different varieties of community projects, like uh, beekeeping and uh, like uh, mushroom growing. People used to go in park to harvest wild mushrooms. So we started funding individuals and groups to grow mushrooms. They gave me the materials, the sterilizing drums, the dryer. After everything we research, then they gave me knowledge, enough knowledge. They gave me enough knowledge with the mushrooms. Now conservation was actually benefiting the local communities and their view of gorillas and the forest began to change. Do I need to go to the park to look for mushrooms to supply the hotels? Mushrooms are here.